everybody, and welcome to an exhilarating wild ride with Steve-O. This one is just plain fun. We've got the wildly successful entrepreneur and YouTuber, Cody Ko. And he isn't just wildly successful. He is hilarious and handsome. So, just strap on your seatbelts and get ready to get into it. <laughs> are we recording on all cameras? We sure are. Are we are? All right. Are we uh, recording Dad, everywhere? How good is it to have back, dude? At um, this point, I'd be dripping sweat, like, ah, oh, the wires are fucking being crossed. I'm leaving this in. I <laughs> 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 yeah, you can put Keep that going. on your Instagram, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> I missed a few episodes. Well, then let's get oh, yeah, to where it. Were you? I was uh, traveling. I went nice. home to the Midwest. Oh, nice. Yeah. How was that? It was nice. nice. Very nice. All right. And he got engaged. No way. And I got engaged. Yeah, Congrats, right. dude. Thank Dad, you. Who takes two fucking weeks to ask one question? <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, man. It's a, you're just right. sweating for two weeks. Yeah, I was, dude. I was. <laughs> when do I do it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Cody Co. Yeah, dude. Woo. So, uh, thank you so much Paul. for having me. Sorry Dude. to interrupt. I'm, I, you okay, know, man. I'm just, I was so stoked Rad. when they reached out and they said, Steve, I want you to be on. I was like, Yes, How, yeah, Fuck. how much can I say yes three times? <laughs> Dad, and then thank God because uh, I dare say we are in a little bit of a slump. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> you don't, don't want to say that. Well, no, but, but dude, I'm, a, I'm an open book, man. And from what I understand, on the audio side, we're very consistent. But it's on the YouTube side that people are so finicky that like some podcasts are wildly popular and our last eh. Sure. Four, five, six. And, no, <laughs> and it's so, nothing against the guests. They are great shows. Yeah. They just didn't get the numbers. I'm not saying that we've done. Right, we haven't right. made a bet. And I'm I would rather have a great episode that's got low viewership than a shitty episode that's got a lot. Yeah, I hear that. So in that respect, we are on fire. Yeah, but we <laughs> enjoy we one, enjoy doing it. That's what that's all that matters. Yeah. This one's going to be a shitty episode that doesn't get a lot of views. <laughs> it's going to be the worst of both worlds. That's what I've learned about you is that, yeah. that uh, you're quick to be self-deprecating. <laughs> it's endearing. I think that's one thing that uh, made Jackass a cultural phenomenon. That uh, we, did, we, we took it a step further. We were comfortable looking super uncool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... You guys were legends, though. Yeah, well, you were pretty man. cool at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. kind of yeah. walked that line. Right. So, so yeah, dude, I'd say thank you for doing it. You know, I, I think that this episode's going to be a performer, and I think it's going to be a great episode. Uh, and, and before we started Fuck. recording, pressure's on. You <laughs> said that uh, that you said that you had sent me a DM. Did I respond to it? No, you didn't even read it. I never sent, never even saw. Well, it. I mean, I wasn't really expecting you to, and then I saw that you followed me, so I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, there you and go. I was like stoked about that, like in the first place. And then I, because I've been obsessed with like watching van life videos and stuff like that, and I, I'm a big surfer too, and so it's like kind of my dream to buy one of these things and just go down to like Huntington and surf for the whole day, like just sure. do a morning session, post up in here, drink a beer, whatever, and then go out in the evening. I mean, dude, that's easy. Yeah. That, that's easy, but why, why stop there? I mean, fuck, dude. Go up to Oregon. Big Sur. Go, go surf. Oh, yeah, I've heard know? that's unreal. I mean, I've been there, but not, like, in a van like this. I've heard that's, like, ideal. Dude, I kind of want to fucking go surf Tofino, British Columbia, yes. dude. Like, I'm from Calgary, Canada. Yeah, so yeah. Have you surfed Tofino? Never, but I've, I've always wanted to. I've been there a couple times. Have you? Yeah. And is it good? Is it fun? I, I had fun. You've been a couple times. I have. I went uh, in January of 2013. That's rough. 
that dog. So you were like full hood, booties, yeah, gloves. Yeah, yeah. Was it similar to Alaska? Uh, Alaska was um, more intense. Wow. Cold wise? I'm, I'm already getting in trouble with people for, huh. for talking too much about me, dude. I got a fucking, I got, I got, I got a Cody coat right here. When did you start surfing? Uh, like seven years ago now, probably. So okay. I was like 23. And so you moved from Canada and you went to college here? I went to college in North Carolina. Yeah. Duke. Duke, yep. you're a diver. Duke, yep. platform diver. Springboard diver. Springboard diver, yeah. okay. I, I was too pussy for platform. <laughs> Are you that shit sure? hurts. Yeah. It's brutal. What do you mean it hurts? Why? Because you're so high dude, up in the splat? you don't land perfect every time, dude. Yeah. When you come from 33.33 feet. You ever dove yeah, off rough. a 10 meter and like did the like twists and turns? Yeah, I've done a front one and a half. So like a front flip to a dive off 10 meter. That yeah. was like the most complicated it got for me up there. And then I was like, it sucks. I'm not doing this. Yeah. And it's just you, rough. Like, even even when you enter the water perfectly, it's so much stress on the shoulders. And I don't know how people do that for years and years and years. How do, sorry, how do divers have such good bodies if all they do is dive all day? I mean, they're jacked and they're ripped. Are they working out? Yeah. You do, like, an hour of, like, dry land beforehand, which is, like, abs. Like, a lot of them have, like, diving boards that go into mats. And it's like a, uh -huh. you know, diving itself is like a huge, like, cardio muscle combination sure. workout. Hmm. I would think it's a lot of core, too, just like getting your body yeah. out. Especially the around. platform divers with the arm stands. Like, uh, oh, all yeah. these arm stand dives are pretty heavy. Plus, just getting out of the pool that many times, dude, that's a lot of reps. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's, a, that's like a, a serious push up, dude. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you familiar with the name Brian Galuli? No. Okay, because he was the 1994 senior diving champion after winning a record 10 consecutive junior national titles. Oh, holy shit. And he taught me how to do standing backflips, which I quickly uh, turned into simultaneous fire-breathing standing backflips. <laughs> which then turned into tucking your dick between your legs <laughs> and doing a backflip. In front of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> the Wu Clan, they didn't like it. That's right. what we did for diving workouts too. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, everyone, right. tuck the dicks. So, so, uh, so you're an NCAA springboard diving champ, one meter, three meter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, what? Uh, so what, what was your most technical dive on the three meter? Uh, front two and a half double twists. That was my hardest dive, and also probably my best because it's like the highest degree of difficulty, so you get the most points. Have you posted um, on your IG what we call a ripper? Like a no where splash? You, yeah, where you ripped it, and then it's so crazy, like the rip, it's called like it's called ripping it, where not only is there no splash, but like you create this vacuum as you go in, and so it, it like sucks in, like, and then just mm. bubbles up, like. Whoa. Yeah, you. that's why they call it a rip, because it's like the sound. It sounds yeah. like you're ripping. It's like a very particular sound. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how often does that happen in the diving world, dude? This last Olympics, it happened like every fucking time for this Chinese girl, dude, like the 13 year old or 14 yeah, year old one on the 10 meter. I couldn't believe that it she got tens on like everything. You yeah, never see that straight really? tens across was, the board yeah. on every fucking but she was also like 40 pounds. Wow, <clears throat> I mean, dude, that will never be beaten. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you could ever beat that. Like, that was the most dominant Olympic performance. Ever. It really was incredible. Jesus. Yeah. The, mo the movie Conehead should dove pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, uh, you've got footage of good rippers? Like mine? Yeah. I got a couple good rippers. Yeah. I got some footage, but like, I'm so bad at like 
like backing up hard drives and making sure when I get a new computer, I like, you know, take care of the old footage. So it's all sitting somewhere on an old computer in like my closet and I have no idea where it is. I have trouble believing that. I have trouble <laughs> believing that you're uh, an unorganized person. Oh, I absolutely am. Oh, yeah? I'm a scatterbrain. All right. I try to be organized, but it's just, I don't know. I've, I want to do like a million things. How long ago? I'm constantly thinking about. How long ago was that epic beef with Jake Paul? Oh, we're going to get all up into Cody and Jake's beef, but first let me tell you about mine with plastic. It is destroying the environment. And you want to know who's doing something about it? The good people at Liquid Death. Yeah, it's water and a big, beautiful, tall boy that looks just like a beer can. And you know what's special about these cans? They're infinitely recyclable so that's the whole deal death to plastic and murder your thirst with this delicious sparkling water and they've also got that gorgeous pure mountain spring water from like austria dude come on this company's great i love them and you see how much better i look lately it's because i'm drinking more water turns out it's really good for you and you can feel super good about saving the world when you're drinking liquid death. And they got a great new deal, and I'm excited to tell you about it. If you go to liquiddeath.com slash Stevo, you've got free shipping on every order of water and merch. And let me tell you, their merch is hilarious. So, for free shipping on all your orders of water and merch, go to liquiddeath.com dot com slash stevo and once again look better because you're drinking more water feel better because you're saving the world and be better because you're a wild ride listener now let's talk about that beef that was like almost two years ago now i think maybe longer maybe three years yeah maybe three years that was uh that was something else huh that was pretty wild and 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 so just and now he could beat the shit out of me i mean he probably could back then too Right. Like, uh, I mean, it wasn't anything terribly aggressive that you had done, right? Like, you just sort of made a reaction video to his rapping and called it cringy. And, like, like, it, it, and so then he shows up, just bum rushes you on, like, some set that you were working on and, like, yeah. really aggro and, like, ah, oh, come on, come on. Yeah, it was supposed to be, like, a joke. Like, the guy that right. hit Jeff him up. Jeff Whittick. Yeah, he was, like, thought that he'd be kind of, like, in on the joke. Right. And then he came in. He, like, used it as an opportunity to, like, film it himself. Right. And, uh, yeah, the whole thing felt just really weird. I was, like, really uncomfortable. Like, afterwards, I was like, man, I feel like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Right. It I was think, really bizarre. I think, um, it read, I think it read that way. That, like, when you saw him, you were like, oh, hey, man, I'm fucking cool, dude. Like, like you know, you could tell that there was nothing... Like, there's no real, like, malice or animosity on your part. Right, yeah. And, and he came with this crazy energy. Um, and what what was most odd, I think, to me was that it was Jake himself who put out the video that just felt, like, awkward and weird. Yeah. And, and kind of, like, you, you looked like... Uh, he kind of felt like he put out a video that made you look good. And yeah, him it was, look bad. I don't know. The whole situation was so, so bizarre. Plus, yeah. I had a fresh cut. Yeah. <laughs> I had just gotten a fresh haircut. I looked incredible. <laughs> <laughs> he accused you of being a bully. Yeah, cyber did, bully. Did, did yeah, that, cyber did, bully, yeah. Did that change your, uh, 
your approach to to <laughs> internet bullying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started bullying in a different way after that. <laughs> I think, you know, I think like, you know, sometimes I go back and I watch those old videos like that's cringes and stuff like that that we used to do. The ones that he was pissed about. I mean, I don't even know if he was pissed at the one that we did about him. He probably was. But I go back and watch those, and sometimes I'm like, man, we did go really fucking hard. But it's like, it's a young dude thing, you know? You, mid-20s, yeah. you think you're the fucking man, can't do any wrong. And then you get to 30, and you're like, I just, like, you know. I just want everybody to like me. Yeah, and it's just like, I just, I'm getting older now, and it's like, neg- you know, as cliche as it sounds, it's like negativity doesn't really breed anything. Like, the ceiling right. is pretty low. Well, so, think- like, now it's like we we do... You know, we still are try to remain edgy, and like we're comedians, so we you know like to make fun of shit, but um, in a, a little bit of a lighter-hearted way, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Now, when you say we, like uh, you have a distinct crew. I mean, I do my podcast. I do with Noel, uh, like my comedy partner, and then I do videos with my girlfriend Kelsey. We make content together. Noel, did we, were you guys in? Vancouver, and we met in yes, the, yes. The, at the Just for Laughs yeah. thing. Yeah, and dude. And you guys, you hung out and watched my show. Noel did. Oh. I didn't. We went and watched. He um, was like, fuck that. <laughs> no, 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 I would I totally would have been there. Kelsey wanted to see uh, one of her favorite comedians, and so it was just on the street, and so we walked down. Right, right, right. But I heard that your show was phenomenal and also, like, insanely gross and, like, disturbing. Oh, like, yeah. I think your tour manager was, like... Me. Every, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we talked to you at the bar then, what? afterwards. You said that, like, every show, multiple people have to leave for... Because they, of puking. They, they, oh, yeah, 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 you were there with puking. a couple dudes. Yes. Full-grown yeah. men pass out cold. They, <laughs> because they, of they the... faint, completely unconscious. Sometimes they hit their heads. <laughs> and, and it's, it's a, because they from one of the bits in the show, which is the... the Vasectomy Olympics. Right, right. Uh, yeah, dude, it's a lot of fun, man. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a great dude, that, festival, wasn't we it? We spoke. It did, it was. Yeah, we did, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, we had the same uh, contact person at full screen. Yeah. You used to work yeah. at full screen. I did, yeah. I read that. Yep. I was repped by them and I worked for them dude, as a sh- software engineer. Full screen wow. doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, they just, like, they just, like, dissolved pretty much. Oh. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it seems that, uh, the, the, I mean, it's always like a, an evolving, moving world of, of, you know, digital content creation. And now I think we're in a climate that really doesn't favor being with a, a network like full screen. Yeah, there's just no reason to be anymore. Yeah, I don't think, you know, unless you need like help with production. But like, no, but they don't even really offer that. I don't think. Oh yeah. Okay. It Why was more. They- it was mostly just like an MCN type right. thing which 10 years ago used to be huge because they would help you like collab with other YouTubers and stuff that stuff like doesn't really mean as much anymore well collabing with YouTubers certainly means mm-hmm. means everything that always but you can just reach but out I mean, to a YouTuber yeah. and do it yourself yeah and I, it's a different type of thing like the relationship used to be like like we'll do an 8 minute video on your channel and then we'll do one on my channel where we don't think about the concepts at all it's just the fact that we're on each other's channels right. we'll drive our audience it doesn't really work like that anymore it's like you actually have to think about the way you're collaborating with people, like doing this stuff, and yeah, um, yeah. I'm pretty protective in general. Like my my, my feeling is that if if, it, if it's about showing up on someone else's channel, yeah. then like I'm a whore, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm there, dude. The ones you did with Steve will do it were amazing. Oh, like thanks, that's dude. that's a great collab. Well, thanks, man. I, appreciate <laughs> I watched every that. angle of that shit on his channel, <laughs> on your channel. I was like, couldn't get enough. Dad, I how's your ear? It. 
I will gladly tell you all about my ear, just as soon as I get done telling you about my dick. Because in about a half an hour from now, it is going to be properly hard as a rock. Why? Because I am treating myself to a blue chew tablet. Get out of here, you little thing. Now, what is a blue chew tablet? Well, it's a delicious chewable tablet with the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis. And that makes you hard as a rock. I've tried it many, many times and I absolutely love it. You know who else loves it? When I take one, Lux. Because when I show her my blue tongue, she's jumping for joy because she knows she's going to get drilled in a serious way. So, let me tell you about this, because not only is it a lot of fun, but when you get your Blue Chew tablets, it's really easy. It doesn't require you to go to any awkward in-person doctor visit. No. At BlueChew.com, you consult with one of their medical providers right on the website. Super quick, super easy, and then boom, you're good to go. And if at BlueChew.com you use the promo code Stevo, you get an entire month's supply of BlueChew tablets absolutely for free. All you got to pay is 5 bucks for shipping. So, come on. I mean, if it ever occurred to you that it might be a lot of fun to try a BlueChew tablet, now is the time to pull the trigger. Because you know why? It's fall, man. Fall's here, and everybody could use a good, stiff breeze. So head on over to BlueChew.com, use the promo code Stevo, and get yourself an entire month's supply of BlueChew tablets absolutely for free, and pay nothing but $5 for shipping. <laughs> and then get ready to have a good time. Now, let's get back to it, man. Dude, my ear fucking healed up on its own. Did it really? Back to normal, dude. Out of the words, I'm Wolverine. That's wild. I couldn't believe when you were like doing this and it was whistling. Yeah. I didn't even know it worked like that. I know, dude. I, I sent a video of me with my whistling trick to Dr. Drew. Oh, yeah. He's my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Drew's my guy. Was he like, that's not supposed to do he, that? He said, he said, you definitely have a uh, ruptured tympanic membrane. Which is just him showing off having a fancy word for <laughs> yeah. eardrum. Right. We get it, dude. <laughs> You're a doctor. We get it, bro. And he blew your eardrum out. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, And dude. then we saw Steve will do it this last weekend over in uh, yeah. Dania. That was fun. How was that? It was cool. He came to my show. Uh, I, we're back up with the bucket list tour. He came, oh, nice. He came to the show, and there was a portion of it where he, you know, he walked up, and he's like, he's like, I want to buy some merch. So I was like, all right, dude. And then he's like, I want to buy everything. And then <laughs> I want to buy a million dollars worth of merch. <laughs> he, he, he bought everything. And then when he was paying, he was like, is there like a tip button here? And I'm like, there's not, dude. And I'm like, God damn it. Why isn't there a tip button? Like, he would just tip me like 87 grand. And I'll I'm take, like, uh, you know, I take chains or yeah. watches, whatever yeah. you want to give me. I'm and he was just like, are you sure there's no tip button here? And he was like waiting for me. And I'm like, yeah. there's not, dude. I fucked up. Why not? There's, there's, there's a tip. There's uh, my Venmo. <laughs> dude. Yeah. There's no, there's no tip button but there is a Lamborghini dealership just down there. <laughs> I know and I'm not, I'm not like quick enough to be like you know some sort of jive to like oh no well we can just do this but with custom or I was just like fuck dude yeah I mean I, I watched your podcast with him because I was I was also curious about the rate at which he spends money because it's really right. 
unbelievable. Like it is, and I mean it's it's working. Like it's people love watching his videos because they're like, "What's he gonna buy this week?" Yeah, and so it like kind of fuels the whole right. ecosystem. But it's unbelievable. It's I mean, it's like it's like irresponsible, but it's it's fun to watch. I cannot right. lie that it, you're like. Not. I mean, it's such a fucking fascinating thing, and. You look at David Dobrik giving away like cars every video. Like David Dobrik's, pretty, but David Dobrik is so evidently calculated and strategic. And whenever he's giving something away, it's something that like came from the sponsor anyway. You know, yeah. like and it's super tied in, like very strategically to the sponsorship. Yeah. You know, so you know David Dobrik is really. Uh, you know, kind of pro about it. Whereas what makes Steve will do it so compelling is that he's just fucking out of his mind. Like it's so clearly not strategic and he's just, it's compulsive. It's like, how much is that? Sure. Let's do it. Right. Fuck it. And you that, want one too? Great. We'll yeah, get yeah, you yeah. two. Right. Your dog wants one. We'll get one for her too. Uh-huh. I think I think compulsive is a good word for it. And and what I wanted to urge Steve will do it to do is watch this <laughs> documentary called Broke. Okay. It's, it's a documentary. It's fucking fascinating about like how like such the overwhelming majority of professional athletes are, who earn tens of or hundreds of millions of dollars in their career like are completely broke within five years of their professional career ending you know and like so, so when i saw it i was like oh my god i'm, I'm, I'm never going to delete this off my ipad like i right. want a constant reminder of like don't think that money coming in is how it's always going to be yeah and and then like but the thing is, with with Steve will do it. I wonder if that's even applicable because he's making so much fucking money. I know. Yeah, but it's kind of like what Shaq said. It's like, okay, cool, we made twenty million, but you didn't make twenty million. You made ten million. Right. Like, I wonder tax time happens. Is he's just like, fuck. But is that a write off for Steve? Like, I gave away like three million last it's gotta year. Like, be. That's got to go against taxes. Yeah. The one thing that I wonder about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know who is doing his taxes, but that person must. <laughs> be stressed as <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Mike, Mike Tyson's tax guy in the 80s. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. 100%. You a bought a tiger? Example. Can we write that off? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, dude, dude, Mike I, Tyson had a mansion for his tigers next door. <laughs> like a 9,000 square foot mansion for them as their cat house. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's just that's just smart money, though. That's a smart purchase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, what I wonder is that like my friend and fellow YouTuber Danny did a video about Danny Duncan. Uh, Danny Gonzalez. Okay. He did a video about, like, the logistics of giving someone a car. Because it's, right. not, it's not just, here's a Ferrari. It's that, like, here's a Ferrari and a fuck ton of taxes that you have to pay on sure. this car. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people... Like, yeah. they, like uh, all kinds of people who won game shows got in serious trouble with the IRS. Cause, yeah, because a lot of the times it says, like, on, you know, like, giveaway rules and stuff like that, if you read the terms, it's like, you can't sell it within the first month. So people go broke because they were given this crazy gift and they can't afford it. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, Steve giving these people Ferraris and stuff, it's like the most expensive car you can have. Uh, well, what's dude. the aftermath of that is like? Like, right. is it under their name? Is it under Steve's name and they can just drive it forever? Yeah, how do you right. pay for the taxes? It? And yeah. I know George Clooney, uh, I remember there's an article on George Clooney. He, he made like 10 of his friends millionaires, but yeah. he gave them a million and then he gave them $300,000 on top of it to pay the taxes on the million. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that is cool. I, I've heard that story. Um, he like apparently took his buddies out for dinner at this place in, in Mexico and. 
it was like 10 of his best friends from college or whatever. This is right after he sold Casamigos. And he was like, all right, everyone, I want everyone to reach under the table. And there was an envelope with a million bucks in there. That's great. Yeah. Man, that's... Uh, it's like, I would never fucking do that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, it's, it's, it's an awkward thing. You know, like like money is, is like an awkward thing. And it's like... Well, it's not I really. Mean, I mean, I can't picture George Clooney being awkward in any situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. But like, he, here, here's a crazy thing that happened. I went out to dinner with Steve Wozniak, one of the co-founders That's of Apple. Crazy. Right? And it's, of course, the guy's fucking rich because yeah. he's a co-founder of Apple. And uh, he, like when it came time for the check to come, it's like he, he just, Steve Wozniak just pipes up. He says, since I picked the restaurant, I'm paying the tab. You know, I'm, I'm covering the check. And, and I just felt there was so much to that because it's like, I felt what he was really saying was, I'm not paying for dinner because I'm fucking rich. I'm paying because I picked the restaurant. And, and he, it was important to him, it felt to me, to make that distinction because it's his way of having boundaries. You know, like... And he, he didn't want to, like, disrespect yeah, anyone was, and who might I be like, impressed. I can pay for my own meal. I was, I was super impressed by it. Like, it, it was just, it felt like healthy boundaries. And, like, and he said it joyfully, you know? Like, I picked the restaurant, I love this place, and that's why I'm paying. Yeah. Nice. You know? Yeah, I think for... Uh, George Clooney was like, listen, I just made 500 million. Like, I'm, I don't care how much you guys make. I just want to give some, he's like, you know, the, yeah. Steve will do it. You know, <laughs> that's that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. How do you know about that? Because that, because that's the other thing that makes it weird is when you draw attention to it. Which? The, 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 George, the George Clooney thing. How do I know that story? Like, yeah. Well, I've heard the story too, but yeah, did he tell people or did his friends tell people? Right. It's kind of cool. He did it and he wrote the own article about himself. <laughs> no, he, yeah, exactly. Oh, you're saying like, who did he tell afterwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did this get, I gave my buddies at the bar, like, well, yeah, dude, by always, the way, I just gave my buddies like 10 million bucks, so. <laughs> I, mean, like, I hate those YouTube videos where people are like, all right, we're going to go pay people's rent, and then they go door to door and film how good of a deed they're doing. Yeah, yeah, they, but I'm like, bro, that do that too. without the cameras. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it's just yeah. kind of cringy. I agree. It, I completely I, agree. I, it always rubs me the wrong way, like the artificial positivity, the, the good Samaritan shit for views. But then again, at the same time, it makes people happy. That's why that content's popular. Yeah. So, like, I'm a little torn about it. Sure. Well, just look at it and watch it and know that that guy is just doing it for selfish reasons because he gets a lot of views, probably. But even if it's self-serving, he also just paid those people's rent. Like, they're not complaining. They're like, right. yeah, I mean, you did that for yourself, but also my rent is now paid for the year. So, it, yeah. it's helping people, but it is very self-serving. So, yeah. I, I agree. It's such a paradox. Well, like, then maybe is it should, right or not? Maybe they should donate the money that they make from that video to break even maybe or they something. Do. I don't or know. they should... Like take the money back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so like you know, there's not like, a double intention cut. there. It's like no, this is just for YouTube. Yeah. Just yeah. for the video. Yeah. 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 This way, there's no confusion. It's completely yeah. self-serving. Yeah. You didn't actually think we were gonna do that, did you? Yeah. Oh my god! But but only after the cameras stop rolling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 Take it back. I just want to throw it out there. Cut. That all right. I do all kinds of that stuff like without ever even mentioning it. Just want to put that out. Same. 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 I mean, you wouldn't believe this. Song. I'm not going to mention it, though, but it's yeah, like, yeah. it's crazy. That's so funny. So to, to, I'm curious about the app that you made. How long did it take you to make the app? And then I know there's two different thoughts because you, 
What are you laughing at over here? I'm just about. I've never mentioned it. (laughs) (laughs) And I would never mention it. (laughs) I've given a lot away. I really, I really know. I really know. How much? I don't know. Forty-seven thousand. But other than that, I I would never say this publicly. But (laughs) just between that's great. No. um, Okay. I had a question. So you made an app, and it was top of the Apple Store for apps. Okay. Did it cost you a lot of money to make the app? Because I've had the idea to make some apps. And he's had a million ideas. He's had, like he's. And so when you bring them to these companies that make the apps for you, they're like, okay, it's gonna be like a hundred grand. And then there's other people like, no, we can make these apps for like you know five, ten grand. My question is, if you're gonna go with the company that's gonna make an app for you for like a thousand to five thousand dollars, it's pro- chances are it's probably not gonna get on the Apple Store. You're better off paying the hundred thousand dollars for like the software. And you have better chances at having a better, I, you know what I'm trying to say? Like It sounds like the people who only charge five or ten grand are going to take a revenue share, right? No, I mean, I don't know. It depends how complex the app is. But can you, can you make, can I make an app myself without going to a firm and doing that? And then I, and then I get it on the Apple store <laughs> and my chances are pretty good. Yeah, you could do that. Cody's, Cody's expression is like, how, how do I be kind and gentle? <laughs> no, <right> no. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's been a long time since I programmed or wrote a line of code or, you know, even opened up like Xcode, which is a program that you use to make apps. So I don't even know what the current landscape is like. I really don't. I just, I know that, you know, people, the app kind of golden era, like the gold rush age is kind of over in terms of apps. Yeah. You know, now everyone's like crypto. That's what everyone's focused on now wow, dude. in the tech world. So now um, both of these guys' ears just perked up. They love crypto. I like really? crypto. Yeah. Yeah. Are you invested in the crypto? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, of course. No, Maybe. I mean, not of course. It, it only, I actually bought Bitcoin in 2012. Nice. Like when I read an article about it, like I, like I said, I used to work for a startup. I was a software engineer, so I was super like, you know, involved in reading all the tech news and and I read Hacker News all the time. And Did you see this documentary called Shiny Flakes no. on Netflix? It's about a fucking teenage drug lord who became like fucking like this on the dark web or whatever out of his childhood bedroom at his parents' house. And, and it's, uh, it all happened in Germany. This fucking kid had like a ton of drugs in his bed, like actually a ton. And, and and like all kinds, and this documentary on Netflix is uh, it was made in German, but it's overdubbed and it's completely watchable. Huh? My, my, my girl and I, Lux, we we watched the whole thing and we were just fucking. And it was on the Silk Road. He was sending. I don't know that about Silk. I've never heard of Silk Road. Silk oh, Road okay. was the dark web where how you used to buy drugs. I think this kid had the fucking website just on the regular web. Smart guy. So he bought a Bitcoin, and and at that, what was a Bitcoin at that time? I think it was two hundred bucks. I think it was twenty thirteen, and I bought it for around one hundred fifty to two hundred bucks. I didn't have a ton of money back then, so. I, you know, that even was like a huge risk. It was like, this is you know, a decent amount of my rent this month. But I like, I, this is a really cool idea. And I kind of believe in this. I could see how this would be gigantic in the future. And then last year was like the first time that I actually put like real money into, into Bitcoin and Ethereum. And now I've been like doing the NFT thing over the past couple of weeks. Have you had so you're selling NFTs. I sold one. Well, I, I'm trading them. I'm doing the okay. like oh, day okay. trading NFTs, flipping. I guess flipping them. Yeah, <laughs> I made nine grand yesterday. 
Just on right. the, getting art, flipping it. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't fucking believe it. So the I, NFT gold rush is still ongoing? Yes. It's it's in the middle of it right now. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I've only been doing it for a week. So I on like last week I bought my first one to try and flip it just to try and learn. And then every day I've been like spending a couple hours learning about it. And to me, to my knowledge right now, I think it's like, you know, the the peak of it. So it's like a good time to get wow. in and try to make some money. What do you think next? There's so many revenue streams that I'm just sitting on my ass not getting around to. Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, NFTs. NFTs. Only fans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except, yeah. yeah. Dude, drops. I'm, drops. God damn. You mean like merch drops? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, there's, there's time though. Like people have been doing merch drops forever. But there's a lot of ways for people to make money when they think that, you know, there's only one way to make money, go to a nine-to-five job, collect a check. But, th- dude, you can reinvent yourself. There's a ton of cash to be made out there. Yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. That a, lot, you- a lot of people don't realize that. Right. Yeah, especially, like, in the creator economy right now. Jesus, dude. Do you have a Patreon? I don't. So for our podcast, we do, like, one episode that we put out for free every week. And then in the same filming session, we'll film another hour. And we'll put that up for our Patreon subscribers. And that's worked really well for us. We have like twenty three thousand paying customer monthly paying customers, mm-hmm. which is great because it's like guaranteed income that we can just put back into the company and buy more stuff for the podcast and make the show better. Dude, that's kind of fucking epic. Do you decide after the fact which hour will be free and which hour will be paid? Does this sometimes flip flop? It does always. It's always we're always a little bit more like loose and relaxed in the in the bonus one because it's like it's behind a paywall so it's like right. not everyone can see it so we're kind of like yeah we talk a little bit more shit and stuff like that I did Steve will do it posted on Instagram like night before last that he, he says I'm streaming on Twitch from North Korea I'm Shut like the come fuck on up. get the fuck out and then he says link in bio so I'm like dude I gotta fuck this is for <laughs> fucking real so I open up my Twitch app which is like got dust all over it and 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 He's doing his gambling thing. Like, the first thing I hear him say is, like, dude, we fucking lost everything. <laughs> we, were, we were up $200,000. Now we have nothing. <laughs> like, Jesus, but yes, that's people doing. And, uh, and we're in North Korea. <laughs> fuck. And it's, it really, How are we going to get out? He, he was in between two crazy statues, which really did seem to lend credibility <laughs> to North Korea. And uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to fire. I'm, I'm in the Twitch app. And I'm like, like, yo, dog, are you seriously in North Korea? I write this comment, try to post it. It says, you have to be a subscriber to yeah. post con- yeah. comments. And I'm like, motherfucker. So you pulled out your credit card. And the comments are just, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, every one of these people is just paying him. Yeah. I didn't pull out my credit card, but I did fucking make a mental note to stop fucking blowing it. I, I started thinking that what if we had a, a live Twitch just a fucking cell phone sitting here. So if you're a Twitch subscriber or maybe or whatever, you can do this, be at the podcast while it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely yeah. do that. Until so someone says the wrong thing that we wanted to edit out, but now it's live and it's right. out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, they're paying. But, but uh, you know you know what the other thing we, we, we should, shouldn't be sleeping on uh, release forms. We don't ever have to worry about that if, if people fucking sign a release form when uh, what, we What, the guests? Yeah. 
Well, I think the video, like them acknowledging at the end that, like, hey, is there anything that you right, want to Right, but, but, but if it's going to be on Twitch, we want them to acknowledge in writing at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So then you I'd should, be fucked. You're yeah. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That thing that you want to cut out is not going anywhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't yeah. get my green card. <laughs> no. Yeah, are you in the process of getting your green card? I got it. I'm just waiting for my status, my, my immigration status to switch, which takes, like, six months. So I can't leave the country. So you've been here on a work visa the whole time? Yeah. That's Ten great. years now. Or longer than that. Really? Twelve years, yeah. I got I've been connect. on six different visas. So do you do you get double taxed if you ever go back home? Like no. I, I was like removed from the Canadian tax system like a long time ago. Oh really? Yeah. Because wasn't that an issue if you bought a house? They're like, well, you might have to declare double I think that like it is a question for residency. I think that that's you know once you left and you're no longer a resident of Canada, yeah. then it's like arguable that like why would you pay taxes there? Yeah. You know, you Although I've heard live there. the American system is actually way more intense about that. Like it takes a few years. Like they still yeah. come after if you move to like Portugal or something like that, they'll still come after you for for taxes even if you're living there. Because we're so in debt that it's fucking they yeah, do I everything guess. they can to make yeah, you know, like money. I don't know if that's true by the way. If a tax lawyer is listening to this. I'd right. love to know <laughs> the yeah. logistics right. of that. Well, I, I'm looking at buying a property in Canada. Oh, nice. Where? In, in British Columbia. Fuck yeah. Like and by Tofino? Not not Tofino. Not not Vancouver Island, but uh, like suburb of, of Vancouver. Nice. Like it, this place. That's and, incredible. Uh, I love it there. Yeah, like I'm really stoked for it. But if I've got a property there and a property here, then it, like the tax. That's I need a tax person yeah. too. So if you're yeah. a tax person... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, reach out on the website. Do you have to worry about global warming in that area? Because the Pacific yeah, I mean, Northwest is pretty... The Pacific Northwest is a hot spot. Mm. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense because I feel like it's raining there all the time. Uh, it's summers that are that are prohibitively cold. Or it's very hot now. Like, uh, we got fires going on there. But um, That's just everywhere now. Yeah. I know. So the thing about global warming, Scott, it's global. It's kind of everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, with the NFTs, once you like sort of announce your involvement, like do, what, what about all the comments from the people saying, but what about the environment? You're destroying the environment. I did. I never said that I was doing this. I, oh, just, okay. I just started because it's not like I'm, you know, it's not like I'm doing the Logan Paul thing where I'm like making an NFT that has my face on it. And I'm like, hey, buy my NFT. I'm more like in the midst trading these things with all the kids that are doing that right now but that's why people because the, pe the problem is people are doing it on the ethereum platform if they do it on the cardano platform there's 90 percent less energy to make an nft oh, how about i think okay. I, I did get those chirps though like because yeah. when i first like my friend who's an artist made me a little picture and i bought it just to, like see what this was like a couple months ago just to see what it was all about and so i posted i was like this is my first nft purchase and every comment was like well, you're burning, like, you know, the, the fires know. are because of you, and uh, what about the environment concerns? And I'm like, I don't, it's just, it was a chain that said D's nuts on it. That was the picture, and I was like, this isn't that serious. I just, I don't, what did I do wrong? That's great. I, I, um, what, you I, I don't understand it, man. So, like, why is an email destroying the fucking, yeah, like, I know, you know, exactly. It's, it's like, it's electronic. It's like take a flight in your life, that's probably yeah. just as bad. Right. Or right. you live in a house. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's all, I know, I know. Right. we're all destroying everything. Yeah. For God's sakes, but Cardano, huh? I guess because it's like proof of work versus proof of stake. Right. And I think the proof of work is like the computers that are like constantly mining for these. Mm -hmm. And that platform is proof of stake, which means 
God knows what, <laughs> but that's like the idea behind it. Yeah. All right. So, so let's so, uh, let's let's break down the top revenue streams. I like I, I OnlyFans. OnlyFans number one. <laughs> Patreon number two. People love you know what Born I got Hub. going on underneath this. Pornhub yeah. number three. <laughs> it's mostly well, all porn, honestly. I um, mean, like podcasting is is legit revenue. Right? Yeah, I think. I think probably the most lucrative thing for me personally right now is my YouTube channel. Okay. Um, I think just because I've been doing it for so long, my CPMs have gone up year over year, and I think I've figured out how to make content that um, you know monetized. people enjoy, but also like is the most efficient in terms of monetization. Right. And, and how often are you uploading? Like two to three times a week now. Damn. So I have like a production assistant who helps me. Uh, generate like ideas and find content and stuff like that and then I have two to three editors that help me out and this is all like within the past you know year and a half that I've figured out how to finally hire and delegate I used to just do everything myself so two to and three then I was times just like it's not scalable mm-hmm. like, I'm going insane two to three times per week and that's not including podcasts that's or not that's just on my personal channel damn and then and then like I do now I do like two to three brand deals on that channel a month too, which is also really good. I mean, that's like equal to the AdSense, basically. Is there an agency that's soliciting your brand deals? Uh, I'm signed with UTA. Okay, there you go. So they get me, uh, they get me like all of those. Wow. Um, and then it's that, and then I think second second most lucrative probably is the podcasts, just because with right. ads and Patreon combined. So AdSense actually competes with uh, sponsor deals for, for branded content? It does, yeah. It does. Wow. We, YouTube went to this period where like nobody was making money on AdSense because people, like advertisers, were so freaked out about you know yeah. their content, that content, that they'd be advertising on content that wasn't suitable for their brand or whatever. Right. So there's, like, that's when the adpocalypse happened. Sure. And nobody made any, any money. And then it came back harder than ever. Okay. I, for me, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same with other people, but it's not the same with me because I, 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 I'm like, uh, yeah, I have trouble keeping those dollar signs green. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. You do kind of have to like censor yourself a little bit, which is a little bit shitty. I mean, whatever. Like, I'm sure you don't have to censor yourself too much. I just like the nature of what I do is like. Yeah. By the yeah. way, that video that you posted of you guys fighting the anesthesia was so fucking <laughs> oh, dude, funny, thanks dude. Thanks so much, man. <laughs> that, like, just those shots of you, like, trying yeah. so hard to fight it. I was dying at that. Yeah, well, thanks, dude. dude. you held yeah. out, too. Like, the doctor had to kind of, like, push his yeah. head down because he was, like, even when he couldn't talk, like, <laughs> your subconscious was, like, oh, I'm staying. I'm going to win. Uh, yeah. Dying watching that. Yeah, dude. That well, so you even remember being in that state of mind, like, trying to fight it? Nah. <laughs> nah. Autopilot, dude. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, but yeah, dude, th- thanks so much again. Um, so so AdSense is killing it. The, the, the brand deals is killing it. I, I've struggled to get brand deals. I think the brands just are, are kind of freaked out by, like, you know, the poo cannon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. Why would they be? I mean, right. <laughs> are you um, signed with anyone? Uh, no. Like, uh, I've got an agent just for touring. Okay. You know, like, uh, UTA or? I'm ICM. Okay. And I love my touring agent, Adam Ginevizian. He's great. And it's just that, like, for some reason, like, all the other departments of the agency just never, like, showed me love, you know? Like, I just, like, gathered dust everywhere. Nothing ever happened. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, 
pull out and just stick with touring. Yeah. Maybe it's a good time to revisit because I have like done a, a fair amount of work to sort of. Yeah, you like, should hit them up for sure. I'm sure the digital, like, uh, you know, part of that industry would or the agency would love to right. start getting you shit. It's uh, an interesting idea, man. Agents, so agents aren't the most forward thinking. Right. Uh, they're not the most like, I mean, I love my agent. She's amazing. But um, just in terms of like um, being proactive about stuff. Agents yeah. mostly, in my experience, have been like very reactive. Right. It's like they, you come to them and you're like, look at all the shit I'm getting. And they're like, oh, oh, we'll try and get you some stuff. For it's like, let's go to no lunch. one's like doing research like on your channel right. yeah. to see. So you're saying that UTA is doing that for you. Yeah, I mean, my my agent used to be my manager, and then she got a job for UTA, so, like, she still has that, you know, managers are more, like, intimate, I guess, where they really learn, yeah. like, the ins and outs of your career, and she's been with me now for, like, seven years or something. Cool. So, now she's my agent, but typically, like, I don't know, agents are, I don't know, they're just always busy with having a million clients, you know? Right. Are they, they're very good at picking up the phone. Yeah, yeah. What? Sorry. Picking up phone to answer calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Not not really not dialing. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do uh, are, are you exclusive with UTA in the branded, the digital branded deals? Uh, I full screen used to get me those as well. Um, yeah. So it was like, but now the so, full screen's gone. They don't anymore. I got an important question. Question, uh, question to ask you: Your whoop strap. Yeah. yeah. What's your HRV? You wanna, you What's your what my recovery was today? Let's because see. your dad and your mom both do like yeah they're in tr- triathlons oh. and Ironmans. Forgot to turn it off after my workout, so I've been working out for four and a half hours. <laughs> see, that's why. But I'm just curious to see what your H- your resting HRV is. Today was fifty nine. Fifty nine. Fifty nine. Wow, I'd expect you to be uh, over a hundred. Yesterday or like last week is fifty four sixty. So you stay at oh, HRV. Oh wait, you're, my my resting heart rate. No, no, no HRV. Your, your HRV is the uh, heart rate variability. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So what what is that like? How does yeah, that compare to yours? It'll say right here. Yeah, forty eight. Oh, 40, Yeah, okay. Sixty. Oh, dude. Fifty four. Yeah, you're. What are you you're guys? An anomaly. I'm I'm at like same with you. Fifty or sixty. Steve's at like one thirty. What? One forty. Yeah. So do you get like hundred percent recovery every day? No, and recover. Uh, but the, the higher recovery, the higher the HRV. Right. Yeah. Let's not like alienate the listeners. I mean, we love Whoop, and and shout out to the Whoop Whoop. I love this thing. It's, it's pretty rare that we record a podcast and it goes up the next day. Yeah. This, this one's going live tomorrow. Oh, okay. Cool. And today, they happy announced, Thursday, people. Yeah, dude. Fucking right on. <laughs> today, the uh, Paramount Pictures announced that Jackass Forever is not, in fact, coming out on October twenty second, but they're uh-huh. pushing it to February 4th oh. next year due to COVID. Jackass what? for later. Yeah. Oh, because it, they want it because in theaters. Because of the Delta, yeah, the Delta, you know, whatever. So yeah, February 4th is okay. the new release date. My dad speculates that COVID's going to be even worse <laughs> in February then. You think so? I don't know. Well, I, mean, I mean, I'm stoked for the new Jackass. Well, I, thanks, man. We were watching... It's really fucking We just good. watched the, the original Jackass movie like <clears> two months ago. We were still figuring out what we were doing with the original Jackass movie. So it was just good. kind of felt like, you know, it, been, it had its own quality to it. Then Jackass number two, we had figured out what we were doing. Yeah. That was the masterpiece. Yeah. Jackass number three was the biggest financial success, but like not even the best movie. Hmm. And and this fourth one is uh, will never beat number two. 
But we smashed number three, dude. We yeah. fucking, we walked all over number three, dude. Like in ter- like financially? No, or no, just no, no. I mean, it's not out yet, too. No, oh, yeah, yeah, duh. yeah, yeah. The quality-wise, yeah. it's, it's I'm so, so fucking good. I'm so stoked. It's so fucking good. And, uh, dude, so yeah, we had this this call with, the like, the, the cast where they announced to us that they're going to push the movie. And, and Dave England's like, no, hands on his head. He's like, you can just see the agony in his face. And I said, Dave, dude, what are you talking about? Like, the trailer came out. There's a big buzz around the movie. You know, like, we're kind of hot shit right now. And the second that movie comes out, we're washed up losers again. You know, the more they can kick it down the road, the longer we're hot shit. <laughs> There yeah. you go. You're like, I hope this thing never comes out. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carter 5, I hope, baby. I hope COVID keeps getting worse, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, Carter 5, baby. Carter yeah, exactly. 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So so we got AdSense, we got brand deals, we got podcasts, and merch. we just got into the merch drops. Yeah. I've done merch for a while, but finally I, like, I'm with a company that's super organized, really proactive. So what's, their, what's the company? Uh, it's called Kozak. Okay. They're amazing. Shout out to Kozak. Oh, what do they do? Is it like Teespring or something? No, they're just the guy owns a factory like somewhere close to LA, and so he prints, he prints everything himself and fulfills the orders. Yes, okay. they do everything. So like it's you know typically you know I've been with merch companies that do pre-orders, so like they'll wait to see how many you sell, and then they'll go into distribution right. and ship them out. So that takes a long time for people, and they're like, "Where's my merch?" Like a month later. Yeah, and I then, you know, I've been with people that do shit right away, but aren't as proactive in terms of planning your upcoming drops and analyzing what's worked and what hasn't worked. They're more of like a, you're on your own. We're going to print and ship. That's all we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these guys are a perfect mix of, of everything where it's like people get their merch really fast. They help you plan out drops. They'll, they have great relationships with amazing artists. Um, I just like I'm thrilled honestly. So they've helped me like increase my revenue, but it took me like 6 years Dude. to find a, you know, a really good relationship. What about what about music? Music yeah. has music has to have been in the top 3 cuz I'm getting back in the music game. I got to. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a minute before I got sober I was trying to make comedy rap. Yeah. And it's uh, fun. It's fun, dude. I yeah. know. You got to give yourself a timeline though. I know I do. What? I've got like I've got like uh, one idea for a song that's fucking gonna be a bang. I've got two ideas for songs that are gonna be bangers. How many songs you want to have on the album, dude? Six. I mean, what, what, what do you think, dude? You gotta have like at least ten, right? Well, what were we talking? Yeah, probably for an album, like twelve. EP, you could do four or five songs. Um, or you could just start dropping singles. You know? Yeah, do that. Single like after single stream. after single. Is this a good rap song? <laughs> I shit my pants. <laughs> Like, damn, I shit my pants. Why is this yeah. based off of true life? <laughs> yes, that is hot. <laughs> that is gold. Did this just happen to you re- recently? Out. Nah, but uh, I like it. <laughs> but I mean, I have shit my pants before. <laughs> I mean, I know, that's why it's sick because it's relatable. I know I've shit my pants before, and I, I, I think I can really like, you know, convey <laughs> that that emotion. Yeah, <laughs> you know? translate it. I, I think it's good. I oh, made yeah. one that I never release. I still want to release it because I want to shoot a video for it. But it's it was called uh, "She's a Freak," and the whole the first verse is about how she's like you know I like meet this girl in the club and I want to take her home, and then we get home and she's a total freak. But it's like she's an actual monster. Like she's got like <laughs> wings and like like gills and just like she's a complete freak. Yeah, that'd I've be a good a, video. I've got a tune like that 
the, about my actual fiance. Okay. Where like, where where it's like a beautiful love song. She's the perfect woman for me. Like, uh, you know, our love is so real. But then that fucking week, fucking on the calendar shows up. You know. <laughs> okay. It, it's just a song about what a bitch my girl is when when she's on the rack. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she's gonna love that song. Go for real well. <laughs> she, she, well, no, she's already into it. Oh really? She, she's already down. Oh, like, that's, uh, that's cool. like you know, I mean, whatever. Maybe not the way I just worded it. <laughs> but, but yeah, like you know, she like just like it's called like you know the. the Angel, angel and demon, you know, like that it's was, not. It's not called "You're a Total Bitch on the Rack." Because <laughs> that's My a dope name. Because <laughs> that's a dope. That's pretty dope. Sketchy. Man, I didn't hit the timer, dude. How, how long have we been going? Oh, uh, not that I have a like a about an hour. I feel like this hasn't been. For me, my best job of running a podcast, but it's also been very I, informal and like we're just hanging out. It might have been my fault because no, no, you I'm just great. I want to hang with you guys because, like I said, I watched the show, so it's like an honor for me to. I like, you know, when you listen to a podcast, you're like, I wish I could ask him that. So I took this opportunity to like Dude, <laughs> I ask love you it. guys questions. And wow, I love I'm it. enjoying um, this a lot. This yeah. is great. I think it's been it's been a fun hang. It's been a fun hang. Yeah, and, and I, I I don't mind saying that Cody Co is a fucking hot dude. Hot dude. You think hot so? Hang. Yeah. I think I think you're highly attractive. Even with and the little, this little girl haircut, is no match. Do you, have, do you have two earrings. <laughs> it's not or even one a mullet. Earring? It's just one earring. Oh, it's gotcha. just like a legitimately like eight year old girl haircut. I, I like think it. I think you're legit hot, dude. I used to have a joke Thanks, in my stand up. He's like, I used to have a crush on you. <laughs> I used to have a joke in my stand up. I would I'd be like, man, what a great crowd, dude. Like. uh there's a fucking hot dude right here. And then um, I'd say, like, you know, like, that's me, man. I'm perfectly comfortable saying when a dude is hot, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like most guys, if, if you ask them, is this, is this guy hot? They'd be like, dude, what do you think? I'm some kind of gay dude. Yeah, I'm not you know? gay, man. Right, but they know exactly when to be jealous of a hot dude yeah. talking to their girl. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So yeah. clearly every guy knows when another guy's hot. Oh, yeah. You know a hot dude when you see one. Oh, and, yeah. And no I'm, question. And I'm down with with admitting that. I'm, I'm down with calling it out. You're hot. Saying, you know, like, you're not welcome to talk to my girl. <laughs> and then you're, you know, and then you're, like right here, you're not welcome to talk to my girl. You're not, you're good. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the joke. You like, know? you, you can take her to dinner. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not worried about you. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. I got no worries. Yeah, you can take her, <laughs> take her to Belize for the weekend. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I mean, you'd be disturbed if like Lux came home and she was like, "Dude, I have a friend from work that wants to hang out. His name's Cody." And you looked yeah. at his Instagram. You're like, "God damn it!" <laughs> not fucking cool, dude. No, you're but not, you yeah, do. You're... You do appreciate a good-looking man. I, I do think more than most. You, you, you're more apt than to most. Call it out. Yeah. I did, did I call you the gorgeous Paul Brisky on this? I don't know. On this episode, if you did, probably you were distracted by Cody's eyes. <laughs> right. I like to surround myself with a hot dude. So this this has been a very enjoyable hour. But you told me I was good looking the day I met you. Oh good. Do you remember? I met You're you at Peru? VidCon. I don't know if you even remember. Oh, at VidCon? Like Yuka brought me over to you to like meet you. He's like, Hey, this is Paul by the way and you're like, Hey, good looking dude. It's <laughs> like the I first thing you said I to say me. That What's up, dude? You're hot as shit by the way. Yeah, I say that yeah. regularly, but only when it's a hot dude. Right. Yeah, yeah I shoot, I'm a straight shooter. Yeah, that's absolutely. <laughs> well, I appreciate that because I get, you know, I get ripped apart on my channel for no, for what? Well, just because like I've I've established this energy of like I make fun of things, so people are like, it's free game to make fun of you, which it totally is. I'm down to make fun of myself, but it's like you know, 
the compliments are pretty few and far between. <laughs> is there anything that ever just uh, like nowadays. hurts your feelings though, or is, are you pretty water no, off a duck's back to all the criticism? I think everybody I think. gets sensitive. Like you know, I'm, I'm pretty. And it, sorry to interrupt, right. but it's like as I get older, I get more fragile. I feel like yeah, you know. It's but so also funny. more, you don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. I was telling Paul because Paul hadn't been around for the last couple episodes, and people thought it was some like conspiracy, and they they saw me with the pillow right here, and they're like, "Dude, Scott's covering up the soundboard because Paul's not around." And I'm like, "I'm covering. I have a pillow over me because I'm fat, and I'm, not, <laughs> I'm hiding my fucking gut. I'm embarrassed about, dude." <laughs> Like I wrote that back on the comment, and and, and it's it's just so funny that people think different conspiracies. But I'm just like, no, nah, dude. Like, what, what 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 to me is heartening is that people care enough to pay that much attention. Like that's fucking beautiful. Yeah, but yeah, you're like uh, it's yeah, like Paul, when a when an actress is pregnant on a sitcom. You know, they're always trying to like hide it. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you calling me pregnant? No, bro? no, just I was adding on to your. No, I'm mortified how much weight I've gained, but like, fuck it. The, the reality of yeah. why Paul was gone is that, oh, we never changed the lavender for you. That pa- Paul was gone because he wanted to propose to his girl and took two fucking weeks to do it. And then once he finally came back, then he went to some other bro's bachelor party and both of these were like distant, like uh, interstate trips. Yeah, you have any more people you're gonna propose to in the next couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah, you or? got any more no, fucking there's there's weddings bachelor parties? There was a wedding now for the that the bachelor party was for. Well, where oh, you, is that gonna be another so trip to Florida? No, that's a but it's a trip to, to the Midwest. For seven months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's on the moon. Isn't it just yeah. like a million weddings now? Yeah, How old are you? I'm 31. Yeah, it's just like every weekend. It's yeah. crazy. It's, How old are you, Cody? Which is I'm 30. You're 30? Almost 31. I'm 31 in November, so I'm pretty close. See, I, but I, it's you, just... you guys are at the age where people get married. I'm at the age where people get divorced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I don't have anything to go to for the next <laughs> while. Uh, I just meant to put it together, too. Scott's talk. Like I'm like, what's he doing with the pillow now? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's hot as balls. We have an air conditioner in here in full blast. And Scott's wearing a fucking winter, <laughs> a winter coat. Yeah, a fucking body dysmorphia, dude. <laughs> Scott, you're beautiful. I feel beautiful. Good. You've always been gorgeous, man. But yeah. you don't call me gorgeous anymore, dude. Well. Because you got fat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, good. Well, I think on that note, dude. What, uh, what, dude? What, what can we drive people to tomorrow? Um, today, you know, Jackass Four. <laughs> dude, I coming out in February. Coming out. I want to drive some traffic to uh, the the Truth or Dab to go buy the the, the uh, butthole yeah, destroyer we, comes out today. We just fucking came out with Steve-O's butthole destroyer. I'm so scared that someone's going to be like, oh, cool, let me pour it in my eye, because this is not, like, to do fucking silly shit with. The top three ingredients are the three hottest peppers on Earth. So it's, it's really that hot? It's so yeah, fucking dude, hot. Yeah, like, like, the first thing on the ingredient list is what there's the most of in the bottle, and that's scorpion, ghost... Cum. And Carolina <laughs> Reaper. That's the filler. <laughs> Scorpion comes. The three hottest on peppers on Earth yeah, fill that's... up the bottle more than anything else. Did you do uh, Truth or Dab or whatever? Yeah. So, like, did. how does it compare to the bomb or, like, that spiciest one? Because one of them fucked me up. I Like, I felt drunk afterwards. I had, like, a solid hour after I had, like, a head buzz. Really? Yeah, that's it was right. crazy. Tomorrow's September 2nd when yeah, Truth or Dab comes today. out. 
Yeah, so, oh, nice. so, oh, wow. so it's a double upload day, and it's me and Wee Man on Truth or Dab. Oh, fuck yeah. Except for us, it's Truth and Dab. Because, <laughs> because there, was, there was no question that we wanted, cared to avoid, and, and there was no wing we cared to avoid. <laughs> Plus that uh, we, uh, we all dipped into the butthole destroyer. And is it? how does it compare to the bomb? I mean, I, I think that candidly... Before we recorded the Truth or Dab, I asked Sean Evans. I said, "I said, I like, did, is it like I gonna bum you guys out if I point out that like Butthole Destroyer is hotter than anything you've ever had on your show? Because they're like kind of celebrity centric. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they can't really like give like these huge celebrities Butthole Destroyer because it's so fucking hot. Yeah, is it that hot compared to the shit on there? I think so, but then again. Nah, let me not disparage hot ones. They got some hot ass shit. Yeah, I, I'm not even really sure. I'm not even really sure. All I know is that Butthole Destroyer is so fucked up that when we were doing taste tests, I straight up tapped out by putting a little bit on a tortilla chip and was fucking like putting ice cubes in my mouth like 45 minutes later. Damn. <laughs> yeah, let this be the disclaimer. Do not fuck around with this hot sauce. It's hot as fuck, dude. Don't put yeah. it in your eye. Definitely don't put it in your ass. I'm yeah, well, people... no, definitely don't put it in your eye. I'm thinking about putting it in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I almost did. <laughs> like, what, it was like yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I talked about, about uh, actually doing it yesterday, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not good. <laughs> All right, man. So Cody Co on Instagram. Yeah, or YouTube or, you know, whatever. Tiny Meat Gang is my podcast. Um, Dude, epic. And your music, Tiny Meat Gang. Yep. Check them out. Yep, on Spotify. Um, thanks for having me. I really appreciate Dude, it. It was fucking an honor, a blast. And it's, an honor. And, and I, uh, I hadn't even put it together. Oh, yeah, that's right. That we, that we fucking hung out in Vancouver. And then you bailed. In Montreal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it Montreal? Yeah, Montreal. The Montreal oh, yeah, uh, Comedy yeah, yeah, Festival. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did the Montreal, Vancouver, and Toronto that year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. I remember that. that the after party was kind of sick. Yeah. At the bar, like uh-huh. in the hotel. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And yeah. Montreal's a cool place. Yeah, I love it there. Yeah. 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 All right, Thanks, dog. dude. Yeah, thank I you, appreciate man. it, man. Yeah. Great to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Great to meet you nice guys. see you again. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I was not kidding about I'm getting ready to bone Lux. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, there's been a few times where we actually recorded the podcast on the day before it went out. Like, uh, it's exciting, man. You you love a good current podcast. You know what else I love? You, man, for sticking around to the very end. You ever see this guy? He's a real jerk. But you aren't. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) 